is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Hey, hey, beautiful people. Allison Crow here. And I just recorded this podcast episode for you, and I totally screwed up on something. And I want to start off the podcast actually correcting it. Um, I'm going to share a story about one of my favorite musicians and some lyrics to one of his songs. And I missed a really important line and I'm like mortified. And I'm also not going to record the entire podcast again (laughs) because I'm human. So I'm just going to tell you the true lyrics with the part that I missed in the actual live recording. This is from a song called uh, Fall in Love Again by Hal Ketchum. And the lyrics of this section that inspired this podcast right after I realized that he had passed away were, let's put aside all the pain and sorrow. Stop talking about the way things might have been. If we'd only throw our hearts into tomorrow, we might just fall in love again. Thanks for your grace in my goof up to my audience and to Hal. (laughs) Love to you all. And here is the episode. Hello, beautiful people. This is episode number 121. I think I have the episode number right this week. I tend to screw that up. Um, I am here today to remind you and hopefully help you and nurture you to fall in love with your life and business again. As we come to the end of 2020, naturally, we begin to reflect and look back. And this year has been interesting, right? I know all over social media, I am seeing memes about how awful 2020 is. And um, it has been awful and wonderful. It has been amazing and insane at the same time. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready to shift my energy and my attention and my attitude. And so I wanted to share, I wanted to share an episode about falling in love with life and business again. And originally I was going to call this, don't let 2020 steal your ambition or your plan. And I've had a really good 10 days and I had scheduled earlier this morning to record this podcast episode and life happens. And um, so this morning, and it was, it was actually perfect because it gave me the opportunity to exactly practice what I'm going to preach to you guys today. And 
This morning, I got news right as I was sitting down to kind of outline my episode today. And I got news that one of my all-time favorite musicians passed away, Hal Ketchum. And Hal Ketchum is a Texas singer-songwriter. Um, he's in the... the He's a badass. Um, and I have spent many small town Saturday nights listening to his music, dancing. Um, actually got to meet him a couple times. My husband sat and had beer with him at a bar one night when we were at a concert and the music or the power went out. Um, and I shared really special sacred times at Hal Ketchum concerts with my husband, with my soul's echo, Malia. Excuse me, my nose is running all of a sudden. And her husband, Jack. And those of you who know me know that like music isn't normally my language, except for a few people. And Hal Ketchum is one of them. And so I was listening to his music this morning. And I just allowed myself to feel. I don't always cry when celebrities die. I, but I have a lot of experiences tied up in this man's music. And as I was listening this morning, one of his songs came on and the lyrics said this. Let's put aside all the pain and sorrow Stop talking about the way things might have been. Tonight, we might just fall in love again. And so I want to share a few lessons that have helped me regain my perspective and my mojo, even though the world around us is still topsy-turvy a little bit. So the first one is... <laughs> And this is what I got a chance to do today. Um, there's a concept that life is awesome and life is shit. Like there's a lot of things to really be grateful for. Um, you know, I have clean running water. I have a computer. I have technology. I have clients. Um, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. Life is awesome and life is shit. Shitty things happen in life. People you love pass on. We lose jobs. We lose friends, global pandemics, political divide, whatever it is, there are just circumstances. And one of the most beautiful things that I have learned over the last five years is to really meet and process my difficult emotions and so this morning, finding out about Hal and then even listening to his music, it almost made me sadder, but I just sat and felt the tears and felt the sensation of grief and felt the sensation of, of beautiful memories, felt the appreciation for his legacy and his music. And I met and processed those emotions. I'm still feeling some of them. They don't immediately go away, but then I was in a place to be able to do this podcast, right? To show up for you, to show up to contribute. And so the very first thing we talked about last week in Authentic and Ambitious was part of the authenticity is meeting real life, meeting life in our humanness. And I personally believe, especially right now, that my views on spirituality have changed. And one of the most spiritual things I think we can be is human. 
one of the most beautiful personal development things we can do is learn to embrace our humanness, learn to create respond and nurture our humanness instead of just acting with unconscious incompetence. So the first one is meet and process emotions. And when you do that, then you become ready to ask yourself better questions. And I want to share some of the questions that I started asking myself about six weeks ago when I was There we go. My camera zoomed in and out. Funky. Um, I wanted to share some of the questions that have served me over the last six weeks in even though circumstances haven't necessarily changed, but I've been starting to get my mojo back. And so I want to share these questions with you. The first one is if I weren't distracted by all the bullshit, what would I be profoundly engaged in? That one was huge for me. That was a big redirect because my focus had been on COVID, had been on elections, had been on um, really victim-y questions like, why is this happening? You know, (laughs) all this. And so if if I weren't distracted by all this bullshit, what would I be profoundly engaged in instead? The second question I began asking myself was, who do I want to be even though all this bullshit is happening? I didn't want to be a person that waits for all the difficulty to be over to begin again, I to re-engage, to profoundly engage. I wanted to figure out like, okay, there's things I can control and things I can't control. I can't control a lot of this. Who do I want to be when things aren't necessarily going wonderfully? Who do I want to be? And so then the next question was, what can I control? And what am I willing to do about what I can control? There is not a whole lot for me to do for you to do about what we can't control, but there is a whole lot of opportunity and possibility for what we can control. Well, (laughs) habits, the way I was spending my time, the information in, the time spent. And so the next question became, what habits are sucking the life out of me? And what habits will change my trajectory? And those five simple questions really helped me get clarity, helped me step out of the end phases of just processing a really difficult societally year. Um, and I, I do want to acknowledge this is really important because I don't want anybody to be browbeat over, just be positive, don't complain, get over it. I realize that 2020 has brought a lot of overstimulation, a lot of grief, a lot of trauma for many people who um, are, are, their work, their livelihood is threatened for many people whose health has been threatened. Um, with everything that's going on for many people who are struggling in their own family relationships with political divide or friend relationships. And so I, I in no way want to diminutize the intensity of discomfort that many of us have felt in 2020, not to mention the amount of loss. So a loss of perceived certainty, 
right? Like when life is going normal, we, we kind of move forward and we have this subconscious, you know, our lizard brain generally feels safe. And one of the big lessons for 2020 is like, oh, wow, how interesting how people react when there is a lack of certainty. How interesting that I react when there's a lack of certainty. <laughs> and uh, let me take a breath. So that, and and then the second thing is that many people have experienced a lot of loss. So not only loss of certainty, but loss of experience, loss of business. And so there's a lot of grieving going on, um, a lot of grieving going on. And because it's been an extended period of time, I think this is different, you know, for many, many of us, especially in my generation, we haven't endured something on a national or global scale that has impacted our lives for such an ex extended period of time. Um, and so that it's a subtle stress versus like, I know there's lists out there of like the top 11 things that are most stressful in life, moving, getting married, getting divorced, getting a job. And those are events that, you know, can often happen in a shorter period of time. And here we are in this extended environment and circumstance. And so once we begin to acclimate, we can, and soothe our nervous systems, begin to, to pay attention to what's going on, then we can begin to start asking ourselves better questions. And for me, I knew that I did not want to focus on all the drama anymore. I'm so glad I did because I learned <laughs> and I don't want to focus on the drama anymore. I'm not going to shove it under the rug, but I'm going to really limit my exposure to the bullshit. And I want to intentionally focus my exposure to good stuff. And as I focus my, my brain and my being to good stuff, which is <laughs> not found on Facebook which is usually found in a book, which is usually found in conversations with beautiful people and which is usually found in um, maybe podcasts or things like that. Certainly not on the news. <laughs> my brain is starting to come back online and my ambition is rising up as we talked about last week. So I want to check in with you right here, right now. As Hal Ketchum, little tribute to him, said, let's put aside the pain and sorrow. Stop talking about the way things might have been. Tonight, we might just fall in love again. I might have missed part of that. Let's look, to, let's look at tomorrow. Let's look at... The next six weeks, five weeks, I wrote down that there are five podcasts left this year. Let's start looking at next year. I know <laughs> this cracks me up. There is, normally I do my business plan and I was always trained to do a business plan in October. And I looked up y'all and it's the end of November. <laughs> like, I feel like the last normal day was... February 11th. I don't know. Where did this whole year go, right? And so as I kind of come up for air and begin to reset and shake off the pain and sorrow and the past of 2020, there are still six weeks left in this year.
There is still plenty of time to vision and dream and plan. There is still plenty of time to, um, to wake back up, to re-infuse your business and your life with joy. Um, so for example, this, you know, I know a lot of people are feeling lost in America. We have Thanksgiving this week and I know my husband and I are, you know, we're, we're sad about spending time with our kids and our families and it's just the two of us. And we can either be miserable about the way it was supposed to be, or we can find joy in new ways of how it could be. And so we had fun last night um, creating our final order before Thanksgiving. <laughs> like we ordered a cake and are excited about having a cake <laughs> and ice cream to go with the cake for Thanksgiving, which is not normally a tradition, but it was cute. We were just doing something ordinary standing there, but talking about the things that we want to have at Thanksgiving and figuring out what we're going to do with this time where we're staying at home to be safe for COVID and how can we not make it miserable? How can we make it fun? And so I want to encourage you to do that with your business again. I don't know where you are. You might be where I was a few weeks ago and like, hell no. Or you might be like, oh my God, please get me back into my business. And so I want to help you do that. I want to help you remember what you're passionate about, what you want to be profoundly engaged in. If you weren't consumed with all this other stuff and you create that space, what comes up for you? What shows up for you? Can you remember why you were passionate about your business in the first place? And if that's not exciting to you now, what is possible in your passion? What do you want to be known for is a, is a question my coach asked me last week. And I know that often, and I teach my solely coaching clients that when things seem overwhelming and our brain is fuzzy and there's too many choices, I really encourage you to pick one specific thing. And so something like, what do you want to be known for in the next six months? It doesn't have to be for the rest of your life. But if you could pick one energy or one emotion that you want to feel in your life or in your work over the next six months, maybe there's one project that your brain wants to go after for the next six months and begin to contemplate those things and see what happens about your mojo. Begin to eliminate the habits Spend time away from the habits that suck your life and bring misery and begin to ask yourself better, newer, fresher questions about your life and work. As a business owner, I want you to put back on your business hat. I actually want to remind you as you listen to this that you are a business owner. Of course, you're a human being. You know I love humanness. And you're a business owner. Business owners sell something, a service or a product. They have an organization, even if it's small, in order to serve and to create a profit. We are not just out here willy-nilly tossing shit up in the air, hoping it lands at the wall. I think I fucked up that analogy, you know, tossing spaghetti at the wall, right? We're not just doing that. And so I want to remind you that 
When you bring in structure and form and a little routine and a little of the boring, it actually supports the emotion, the um, both elated emotion, difficult emotion. It supports the feminine. It supports your creativity. And so I want to remind you again to check in with yourself. Are you leaning more towards the feminine and um, softness and slowness? Or are you um, right now heavy on... Most people I know actually aren't heavy on the masculine. We've been processing a lot of emotions. And so that's why I want to encourage you, like if you're been processing all these emotions and this experience, one of the things that actually might revive you and help you fall in love with your life and business again is to get back to some of the systems and structure. Even if you don't think they're sexy, having a framework holds the space for the feminine in your life and work to actually flourish. And feminine without the masculine starts to grow moldy and stagnant. I know I was starting to feel stagnant. Um, okay, so meet, process, emotion. Ask yourself better questions. Let's get a little bit of structure back. Remember that you're a business owner. Really focus in on what you love about what you do, what you love about your clients. Take some time spending your brain in that energy and then begin choosing Choosing who you want to be in 2020. Who do you want to be as the CEO of your business? Who do you want to be as a woman? (laughs) Who do you want to be in the midst of all the bullshit that goes on, whether it goes on or not? And let me know how that works out for you. Let me know if you can slow down some of these crappy habits that kind of lead you to the muddy waters And you begin to redirect even three or 4% into a little bit more joy. A little bit of looking forward to tomorrow. And I know that a lot of the traditional things we're not able to look forward to, but what can you look forward to instead? Do you just want to be like, you know, when COVID hit, there were a couple of restaurants in our neighborhood that didn't even try. (laughs) And then there were some that pivot. And I, this is a call today. If you're a business owner, you can either close the doors and go hide under the covers, or you can figure out how to make things work. Last week, my husband and I went and got uh, Mexican food. And dude, I had a to-go margarita. They haven't done that since I was in high school. (laughs) They pivoted. And so it's time to pivot. And I want you to start thinking what's possible, what's desirable, what's possible. And if you want some help and some support and a container, I am going to be doing on December 12th, it's a Saturday, I am going to be doing a half-day business planning workshop that's a little bit business church, like mindset church to get your wood. Your, if your wood is wet, you want to come on in and we're going to get you fired back up. And then we're also going to spend um, the morning and part of the afternoon creating a soulful business plan. For those of you that are authentic and ambitious, we're going to revisit our, not revisit, we're going to actually create, if you have not already done your business plan like me, if you accidentally just blew right past October, but still want to get that done, 
want to, even though it feels last minute, we're not behind. If you want to be a part of that business planning workshop, you can, I don't, I do not have the link put up yet. I'm actually not going to create a sales page. I will send an email to my list about it. So if you want to opt into my list, if you want to message me privately and ask me the information, it's going to be a half day workshop from 1030 central to 230 PM central. Um, on December 12th, and we will have an hour for lunch, but it is going to be a working course, a workshop, right? Like where you will leave with your business plan for 2020 done. Let's put aside all the pain and sorrow. Hal says, stop talking about the way things might have been. Tonight, we might just fall in love again. And so I want to thank Hal Ketchum for his inspiring words, for his music, and for inspiring this podcast that even in deep grief, we can begin to look forward to tomorrow. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm thankful for you. Share this podcast with a friend. Pop in a review. And I'll see you next week. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work Show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better. <laughs>